hey, Jackson, it's our final show of 2016. This is going to be an amazing show, right? Um, yeah. And welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. I'm Jackson. Happy holidays, Jackson. It's the day or so after the holidays, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> it was a good one. Was How about it? Yours? Did Santa Claus come and leave you, like, the best presents ever? Uh, Yeah, actually, he did. He left me a new computer, and I was really happy about that. Oh. Santa Claus is a good man. <laughs> very, very cool. Now we have more people that can do editing and different work Yay. on different stuff. Yeah, maybe we have YouTube's coming. Maybe we have SoundCloud coming in 2017. Who knows? Who knows? I'll tell you one thing. My sister actually came through, and she got me a signed One-Eyed Doll vinyl. Oh, yeah. I saw yep. that on your Twitter. That was actually really sick. Yeah, it's all personalized from Kimberly and everything, and it also has a laminate a backstage laminate from the show that I went to that says Ian Hates on it, written by Kimberly and everyone. So that's pretty cool. Oh, shit. I was very happy about that. Actually, my dad became a huge fan of One-Eyed Doll after listening to that conversation I had with them. That's badass. I thought so. Every once in a while, the rents listen to a show, you know, just to check up. Because this is how they learn about my life. Right. Because when I went home for those, well, to their home for the two days, you know, for the holiday... They were making these like offhanded comments about how, oh, yeah, your sister likes to visit. So this is the way they keep tabs on my life is by listening to the show every right. once in a while. So my dad happened well, to well, listen. <laughs> it's good that they listen to the show, though. I know my parents don't listen to the show. Oh, what? Come on, oh, Jackson. No, they can't stand this this music or anything like that. Oh, no, that's that's bad stuff. You got to get our subscribers <laughs> up, man. Come on. Yeah, I'm just, I'll just grab their phone and just subscribe from their phone, and they won't even know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Anything else happen on your little holiday break there? No, not really. It was actually one of the more boring ones that I've had in the last couple of years, but sometimes those are the good ones where it's just, you know, laid back and chilling, just relaxing, just being with the family, and that's about it. There you but go, nothing, man. Nothing too crazy, but it was good. That's not terrible, man. At least you didn't have the harrowing tale that I had about my laptops and everything. And it's not even worth it because the story sucks. People obviously noticed that our last week's show, that was super good, in my opinion, I didn't get to put out until the other day because my laptops were stolen. And then I actually got them back. Golly. <laughs> Such is of life. Of course, and it's around the holidays. Oh, yeah, for sure. But hey, at least the good news is I got them back. I was able to get the episode out, and there'll be more stuff coming. There you go. Everything always has a good ending, right? Everything? Mostly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, look, <laughs> let's stop this chatter, and let's get to the actual show, because I'm pretty sure this show's going to be a little bit different from what we normally do, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a weird holiday show continued on from last week. Y you'll get it as we go along. <laughs> so, Jackson, how about we start out with news? Do it. All righty, starting off. 
Uh, we got Kanye West being caught wearing a Testament band tee. And for some reason, again, it is causing chatter. <laughs> See, there's this thing that Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, actually a lot of the Kardashians, it's actually really weird. And of course, like other big pop artists, I guess like the new trend is to wear like heavy metal band tees. And it's like becoming an actual fashion statement. Sure. And this time we actually got Alex Skolnick from Testament actually, you know, talking about it, saying how he wasn't really upset about it, but he he did find humor in it. And that was really cool. I guess I never really noticed it until they actually brought it up that this was something that was happening. But I guess it is. Same. But I mean, if you think about it, a lot of the bands in our scene, you know, metal, metalcore, post-hardcore, screamo, pop punk, all the bands that we listen to, they normally do have really good designs for t-shirts, right? Right. So it's understandable that people might, you know, go for it as a nostalgic fashion type thing, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they're going for that like, oh, I found this in a thrift store type yeah. deal. I don't know. I don't know anything about fashion. I wear hoodies. I don't know anything <laughs> about fashion whatsoever. Yeah, see, cause I guess the way you can look at it is whenever, let's say, you feel like dressing sort of old-fashioned, like you were just talking about, like maybe like an 80s, 90s sort of way, you know, when you think of like the music of back then, a lot of the things were, you know, those kind of bands and like getting up on, you know, seeing them on the big stage. And then just those shirts were way more popular back then than they are now. So right. to be wearing them now is actually more fashion than it was at the time. It doesn't bother me at all, but it is kind of funny seeing someone who you know very well will not listen to Testament's music or right. anything like <laughs> right. that. And then they rock you know, their shirts as if they do. But yeah. I mean, hey, that's free promotion, I guess. Yeah, and that's the thing, I guess, if we were to pick up a Kanye West shirt, it would be a similar oh, God, type thing. No. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to do that. But I don't know why anyone would get upset about it because I know a lot of people did. And apparently Alex originally yeah. put a post up on Facebook. And that's where everything originally started was he put up this post saying like, oh, no, he didn't. And then like, goodness gracious. And then this whole concept of them wearing it is inconceivable. And it was just kind of a like a tongue-in-cheek kind of satire post that he made and it was in response yeah. to i guess a friend who had sent him the picture so it wasn't meant for everyone else to see but of course because they're popular a lot of other people <laughs> did get to see it and then he had to make another statement and that one's a much much longer one explaining that he doesn't give a shit basically <laughs> like he thinks it's funny and if this year couldn't get any weirder, what else is going to happen kind of thing, you know? And it's 2016 and we He's all right know. about that, that's yeah. for sure. We all know this year blows and that's just the way it is, so. I know. Yeah, I, oh my gosh. I think this is a lot of digging. I think there's a lot of digging here to try and make this a story. And of course, look, we're feeding into it because we're talking about it. But who gives a shit? No one should really care what person is wearing whose shirt or whose clothes or I just, I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered with it. Yeah, same here. It's 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 nothing. It's not a big deal at all. So there, there's no point. So we're just basically making a statement. Ian hates music. Says wear what you want and do whatever the fuck you want because <laughs> we don't care, and neither should you. Exactly, and that is like he said, an Ian hates statement. Remember that. Yes, remember our Ian hates music statements for sure. It is a way of life. So I guess now moving to another story. That really doesn't affect our scene. See, we told you this was going to be a little bit different. It's a slow, 
slow, slow news week. It's a slow, silly news week kind of deal. It really is. Have you heard of this thing called Jarvis at all? I have not, but that sounds fancy. It does sound fancy. So I guess <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, you know, the guy behind Facebook and, you know, the movie, whatever. What was it? The Social Network? Yeah. Do you ever see that? I did not, but I did hear about it. It wasn't terrible. That's big coming from I you. know, right? <laughs> I don't think we do an <laughs> Ian Hates Movies for it, but it wasn't terrible. Okay. Yeah. I might have to check it out then. If you say it's not terrible, then that <laughs> means it's like an A rated to somebody else. <laughs> It's a relatively good drama, whether the story was completely factual or not. It's the whole behind the scenes of what happened when Facebook was created. Right. Anyways, Mark Zuckerberg apparently put out a commercial for this new thing called Jarvis, where it's supposed to sync your house devices to your phone. So, like, there's Mm -hmm. been a lot of those things recently where it's like, hey, if it's cold outside and you don't want your heat on all day, before you get home, you can go on your connection and raise your temperature or turn on your lights at certain times when you're traveling so people think you're actually still at home. Like, that kind of thing. I think that's what that is. I'm sure it's something like that. Or it's just one of the things where you're, like, only when you're inside the house, maybe. But then again, I'm sure it's something like that because other... You know, there's other technology that does the same thing. So I'm sure it's something like that. Because right now I have the Amazon Echo. So if I Uh had, yeah, if I had those pieces of equipment that synced up with Alexa, I could just tell her, Alexa, turn on all the lights or Alexa, do this. And it would. Really? Yeah, I'm just not that fancy. I don't need that. I live in a one bedroom apartment (laughs) in Boston. I don't need that kind of shit. But I do like asking Alexa to do things. I just say, Alexa, Alexa, play good music. Oh, you say play good music and it knows? Yeah, it plays Kanye West and everything, so it works out. Oh. Really well. oh. No. <laughs> there you there, go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the last rim shot possibly of 2016. Ooh, let's hope not. Let's hope not. Nah, I'm well, sure you got more zingers coming in. We'll have some more zingers. The reason why we're bringing up this story in the first place was during this commercial for Jarvis, in order to quote-unquote test the system, Zuckerberg says play us some good Nickelback songs. And Jarvis then responds with, I'm sorry, Mark. I'm afraid I can't do that. There are no good Nickelback songs. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then, uh, of course, Zuckerberg says, well, that was just a test for the server to make sure. And obviously it passed because there are no good Nickelback songs. (laughs) Now, we all know Nickelback is an easy target, right? They're the butt of all jokes. They're a butt of a lot of them, yes. I mean, they're in that category. It's it's Nickelback, Dave Matthews Band, 21 Pilots. Oh, gosh. Of Mice and Men. <laughs> I don't know how Nickelback even joined the whole joke band thing. Because when their music blows. Up, Nickelback was like the shit. Their music blows, that's why. Okay, okay. It was after How You Remind Me. Like, How You Remind Me was played on every single station. Country, pop, rock everything i think that's when and then that song photograph or whatever and then oh don't forget (laughs) fucking what was that song from the spider-man 2 soundtrack oh i don't don't even want i don't want people to remember what it was it's just so fucking terrible (laughs) there's like one nickelback song i don't like and i cannot remember which one it is it's like something about the mouth i don't know it's some stupid song but i think that wait the 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 really sexual one yeah, yeah that one is like it's so bad taste kind of thing you know what i mean i get it because you said mouth so ah. <laughs> oh hey oh i'm not I, sorry i'm not synced up to play the rim shot this time sorry 
Wait, but you said they have one bad song. They have every bad that song. I know. Like oh, okay. a lot of the songs that I've heard of Nickelback, every time a Nickelback song comes on, or not recently, obviously, I haven't heard a Nickelback song in, <laughs> in years. The only thing I hear Nickelback now is jokes. But I remember when I was growing up, every time I'd hear a Nickelback song, it wouldn't be like in a joking manner. It would be like, oh, this is a good Nickelback song. But every time that song came on, I was like, oh my God, dude, what the, what the fuck is this? No, look, they're very, very popular. There's no doubt about oh, yeah. that. And a lot of times that brings on the jokes. But for me, it's because they're generic jock rock. That's why I right. make fun of them. Like, There's no other reason other than that. Like, I just don't like Nickelback because I don't think they're talented. I got you. But so this commercial actually got the attention of Avril Lavigne. And yeah. <laughs> even though I try not to keep up with celebrity gossip and whatnot, I do know that she used to be married to the lead singer of Nickelback. Now, I don't know if they still are, but... I don't, I don't think so. Oh, no. Jackson, can you tell me why? <laughs> <laughs> Musical differences. We'll, we'll go with that one. But I guess the big thing that we're working up to is she had a response to this whole thing. So I wanted to Which play... Was ridiculous. Yeah, but I wanted to play it for you right now. Nickelback opinion. Nickelback opinion. Crazy, right? I can't believe she <laughs> yeah. would come out and say that, you know? How dare she? Wrote a whole <laughs> song about it. Made millions of dollars off of that. All right, Jackson. Poor Zuckerberg. I, I'm going to tear down the fourth wall here and Deadpool that. That was me. I did that. What? Yep. Ian. I know. I'm sorry, the man. deception. You're right. I have <laughs> deceived you all. My apologies. Yeah. Super apologize. I mean, come on. It is right after the holidays. I shouldn't be doing things like that. You're right. Thank you. My gosh. Well, Jackson, can you do us a favor then? Can you actually tell us what her whole response to this was? Yes. Yes, I can. And you're talking to me one-on-one, -on -one, but you become somebody else round everyone else. You're watching your back like you can't relax. You're trying to be cool. You look like a fool to me. Tell me what have you going to make things so complicated? Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Wow. Ooh, that harmony. I know. Thank you, man. That was... Whew. I can't believe she did that again. <sighs> you know what, Ian? I don't know if I'm going to believe that that was her after the last stunt you pulled, but I'll go with it. Oh, phew. I pulled one over <laughs> on you, Jackson. That was me. It was me again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. That bit's over. Look, I had to get in one more crazy bit before the end of 2016. Well, yeah, it's the end of 2016. You got you got to go for all of it, man. You can't just shortchange the listeners. It's true. We can't all be Avril Lavigne. <laughs> so go ahead. What was her actual statement? I know this is completely off, but it's actually funny because Avril Lavigne just announced that she's going to be releasing a new album in 2017. But anyways, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about it when it comes time, though. Oh, God. <laughs> so her remark towards that commercial was, Dear Mark, Many so people formal. use your products, some people love them, and some people don't. Either way, you're allowed your musical opinion. However, your jab at Nickelbacks is in poor taste. 
when you have a voice like yours, <laughs> you may want to consider being more responsible with. See, this is where I think she went a little overboard. Yes, yes. Being more responsible when promoting bullying, especially given what's going on in the world today. Hashtag say no to bullying. Hashtag the joke is on. <laughs> Hashtag Nickelback has sold over 50 million albums. XX Avril Lavigne. What I will give her uh-huh. credit for is I love it when people do, because I do this sometimes too for fun, the super long hashtags that no one would ever hashtag. So that whole Nickelback has sold yeah. over 50 million albums one, that's just super long. Why would you ever do that? Could have just made a comment on it in your, in your very strongly worded note. Well, I'll tell you this. Mark Zuckerberg did have a response to her. Here's what he said. And then he said this. Oh my gosh. It's so weird. Just throwing in all the bits. It was crazy because this one was a surprise to me. But he said this as well. And you know what? That That's where I have to draw the line. I don't want to hear any more Zuckerberg comments if it's going in that direction. Look, he took it there. He took it there. <laughs> he it's took true. it there. Yeah. So he wins. Does he, does he win in your opinion? I, I mean, if you're talking about getting in the mosh pit, then yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's what I think. He's a little all over the place there, but then he got his message across at the end, I think. Uh, yeah, you know what? You're right. It was it was a little aggressive, but it definitely went across. <laughs> Once again, this is another who gives a shit story. I just think when you start bringing in bullying, like that was a huge word in 2016, probably 2015 as well. The whole quote unquote bullying someone to oh, yeah. make fun of something. I don't always consider that bullying. I think you're going way too far and trying to use that buzzword to make it automatically negative, there is something to say about making fun jokes about something. There really is. So to go right there, that Nickelback, a bunch of adult men are being bullied, just seems, nah, I just don't get it. I don't believe it. Yeah, there's no way that anybody's going to believe that Mark Zuckerberg is bullying the band Nickelback. It sounds great, though. I mean, though. It, it even <laughs> sounds weird. I mean, it's just like, what? I wish that was the headline. <laughs> yeah. This would be fucking great. Look, when you have that much money, you could give me that much money if you're going to make fun of me like that. I don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. Give me all those millions. Give them. Give them, and I'll take the, your art sucks comment. I don't really care. Like, if I had thought of the terrible, awful lyrics that Nickelback have and the generic chord progressions that they use and put them together and made a shitty band like Nickelback and made millions of dollars, I think you <laughs> like can make Nickelback. you can make fun of me for it. I'm fine with that. Completely fine. Yeah, and it's like Avril Lavigne even said at the end of her, you know, little note, it's hashtag Nickelback has sold over 50 million albums. Do you really think Nickelback gives a shit yeah. about Mark Zuckerberg saying, hey, uh, Nickelback doesn't have any good music? <laughs> Honestly, if anything, it makes more people talk about Nickelback yeah. And more people listen to them. I mean, it, Unfortunately, yeah. you're putting the words back in their mouth. Like right now, people might listen to us and say, hey, I'm going to go back and listen to How You Remind Me and see if that was really as bad as I remember. And they will. And it is. And then they'll go, damn, and Ian hates. Why did you do this to me? And then, yeah, they'll go like, "Er, 
Yep, and then they got more stream time. Nickelback always wins at the end, no matter how much you make fun of them. I think that's the saddest thing I've ever heard in 2016. <laughs> I gotta say, I think that is right there. Yep, you're right. Well, I'm sure they'll continue winning. Yeah. In 2017, that is. I can't believe that's already coming. I swear this year flew by, but I feel like I say that every single year. It's like I said, there are two good things about 2016. One, the music. You know, we're going to talk sure. about that more for sure. You know, coming up, the anniversary show especially that we're in doing. all genres, yeah. which is, you well, know, to be honest, and, I really yeah. do believe so. I believe, wait, wait, did you say all or are? In our end, to there. me, all genres. I, like, I don't know what it was, but I feel like this year was just a big year for music in general, not just our genre. I feel like our genre really stepped it up, like every single band, except... Um, <laughs> I know so, you know. There are a few. <laughs> are a few. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like this year, you you have all these bands and artists that, you know, maybe they're on their fourth, fifth, sixth album, who knows, where this one that they released this year, no matter how many they've written in the past, this is their best one. Right. And 2016 gave that to us. So that's one good thing about 2016. The other good thing, obviously, is this show. Yeah. That's the other thing. So that's the best thing, Ian. Yeah, that's and not a good thing. We did tons of work for it, so that's why you feel like it went by so quickly. Is because we were constantly doing. If you look at the number of episodes, we're way above a weekly show. Yep, that is true. You're right. So all that stuff plays into this. So those are my two best things about 2016. Everything else can suck it because <laughs> it was pretty fucking bad. Other than that, sounds like something Franz would say. Hopefully, hopefully we can get him on the show 2017. Oh, that, you know what? That would be interesting. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Damn straight it would be. All right, so do we talk about these deaths or? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think we Just should like pair it up or? One of them or both of them or? I'll let you call that one. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I mean, I honestly don't even really know what to say about that. I mean, I really, I wasn't too cool with Carrie Fisher dying today, but there's nothing like I could really say on the show, like, you know what I mean? Well, do you have anything? I mean, you might as well, since you've said it. Is there anything you want to say about Carrie Fisher since she passed away today? <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I get in trouble when I say things. So let's move on to the next one. <laughs> it's always you. Yeah, it's always, it's always me. <laughs> How dare you express your opinion? See, Jackson, right there. It was always me. It was always Ian. Always Ian. <laughs> Man, now that song's going to be stuck in my head for a long time. You just shouldn't have done that. It's a good song. That's why. Yeah, I guess. I'll, I'll give it to them. I will tell you, after I continuously listen to Coming Home, I'm starting to realize I don't like the new direction. Oh, Jackson. It's official. Come on now. You're just I'm being sour. I'm not happy about it. You're being a sour puss. That's what you're doing. It's possible. But I don't know. I just really don't like, especially like after what you just did, where you played like their old music. It's like, man, why can't they make more of that? Not like the same exact sound, but you know what I mean. A progression I of that. I don't know what you mean, Jackson. I feel like the only band that successfully completely changed their sound is Bring Me the Horizon. I bet you, if you gave me a couple of days, I would get you a better list than just that one. The plot and you. That's a good one too. Yeah. That's a good one. I just thought of it. Yeah, I really like the pod. Like Moths to uh, Flames a little bit? No, no. You don't think they changed? I do. 
No, no, no. They changed, but I mean, like, in a good way. Oh, I think they changed in a better way, personally. Really? Yeah, really. Huh. That's me, though. Oh, yeah. It, it's all you. It's always me. It's always me. Before we, you know, continue down. <laughs> that was a little off topic. Sorry yeah, a little off that. topic. So also, George Michael passed away. I wouldn't call him in our scene, obviously, but he did put obviously. out two tracks that are very much in our scene. So I wanted mm -hmm. to play a little bit of them right now. Hit it. See, man, that's a pretty good voice right there, right? I agree. Funny enough, when that when I first heard that song by Seether, I didn't know it was a cover. By who? Seether. Here's the other George Michael song that really hit our scene. Look, I oh, I'm sorry. I find <laughs> Here's the thing, man. You would hope that no one's wishing for people to pass away, right? I agree. Nick Kroll. Spit it out, Ian. You got this. Nick Kroll. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm choked up right now. I'm choked up. <laughs> Nick Kroll and John Mulaney recently did, you know, how they do the, the two comedian guys. They're like the old school Jewish guys that live together. They had the yes. Broadway show and everything. The George St. Geeglin and... <laughs> <laughs> it's great. If you don't know it, look it up, YouTube, watch all their stuff. I saw them not on the Broadway show, but on their traveling show that they did. It's like an hour and a half. It's like the same thing as their Broadway show pretty much. It was awesome. They just did a live comedy thing where they went off on people that post things on Facebook when someone passes away. What they were mentioning was whenever anyone does that, they're just saying, hey, you know how this person died, but remember me. Remember me. Like, me, 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 attention, attention, attention. This person died, but look how it affected me. It affected right. me, like that kind of thing. I think that's very funny, but also very poignant and very true about the way people react to that kind of stuff. Because even if this person made something that really touched you in your life or whatever it happens to be, there's still a celebrity that you had no actual contact with. And mm -hmm. thousands of people die every day. And you don't seem to care about that. But then when a celebrity dies, I don't know, it just it goes in that whole culture of celebrity everything. And it's just it's annoying to me. I got gotcha. you. No, I, I, I completely understand your point. And of course, it's like you said, uh, you don't hope anyone dies. But sometimes it is a little odd, not really odd. It's it's a little different when you see somebody die, or that's famous die. And then it like you suddenly 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 care like a lot you know right. what i mean like 
like you go on the internet and then you express it so much and then it sort of looks like it's really just about you. Yeah. But that's not the point of you saying something about the person that is no longer with us. Exactly. It's like for us, if someone in our scene dies, you're Mm going to know how much we liked what they did because we talk about them on a regular basis. Right. It's the same as for the movie. They didn't have to die for us to talk about them. Exactly. And same for the movie show for Ian Hates Movies. Everyone knows what my favorite movies are. But guess what? If Jake Gyllenhaal was ever to pass away, and I don't think he will. I think he's immortal and he'll be fine. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But if he were to pass away, I would not be putting up memes of Donnie Darko. I'm going to continue to talk about Donnie Darko the same amount that I talk about it now, which is a significant amount. But it won't be tied to him passing away. Gotcha. You see what I mean? So it's not about this look at me mentality for me. And that's what I think a lot of it is for people. Now, there are truly some genuine people out there that are saddened right. by what happened. You're saddened by what happened because you're a big Star Wars fan, right? Yes. Now, with George Michael, he really hasn't affected our scene that much. I've never been a fan of his music. When you look at the movie Deadpool, they were making fun that's that whole, yes. the wham, that's when they got the exclamation point. I don't think that Deadpool really thinks that George Michael and Wham are the greatest musicians of all time. Exactly. It was definitely used as a comedic standpoint, not as like a in respect to him kind of right. thing. But you can give respect to anyone for being talented for what they were doing. Now, his stuff never crossed my path besides the two covers that we just played. Yeah. Other than that, I don't really know much about George Michael and stuff, so it doesn't affect me that much. So that's why we can joke around a little bit. But it does suck that someone passed away. But I think it sucks that most people pass away, not just when celebrities pass away. Right. It's not always about who passed away. It's the fact that somebody passed away Yeah, is what saddens you. Unless they're a shitty, shitty person that is completely <laughs> beyond redemption. Yeah. Like the three ghosts visited them. And they still couldn't change. <laughs> and it's like, that's that's fine. Perfect timing for the holidays. I thought so, right? Glad you used that. Yeah. Yep. I actually, I want to tell you a joke that I was very pissed that I didn't think of. It's one of those fake news story, like the Onion type thing, but it's not the Onion. And I really wish I could give them credit for it because I just don't remember. But they put out a news story with a fake Twitter or a fake mm-hmm. tweet. And it was on Christmas Day that they put it out. And it said... Donald Trump says three ghosts that visited him last night were very arrogant and rude and should apologize. (laughs) And I thought that was really well-placed. Like, what a very well-placed joke. Really clever. Yeah, I thought that was good. Like, I'm mad I did not have that idea first. That does sound like an Ian Hates copyright staple kind of deal. It does, but they beat me to it, so congrats to them. I really wish I could plug their stuff. I just don't remember which site it was. Gotcha. But anyways, that's my long spiel about celebrity death and everything like it sucks it's just i think also i'm one of those people that likes to make jokes about everything oh yeah so yeah surprise (laughs) jackson right no (laughs) but yeah it's just it's one of those things so we can move on i just didn't know if you had something in particular you wanted to memorialize or anything oh i'm fine i'll uh that's all with myself kind of thing that's really i think the last time and i told you this off air I think the last Mm -hmm. time that I ever acknowledged a quote-unquote celebrity death, and he wasn't even, unfortunately, he wasn't even a celebrity, but when Tyler Stevens of Scary Kids Scaring Kids, when he passed away, 
I made a post, and I never say rest in peace. I never say any of that stuff, especially because I'm not religious. I don't say mm-hmm. any of that. But just to show everyone the talent that was missing, I posted one of their videos. But I've been talking about scary kids for years and years, so I never stopped talking about them. It was just when that happened, I was like, oh, let me put this out there that we lost a real talent. Yeah, I also didn't. I Also, one that really I didn't enjoy was uh, when Tom Cyril of Architects passed yes. away. That, and that was this year, too. We did that talk about that. That was another thing that 2016 right. did wrong. Yeah, well, sure. Yes. Yeah. And we did talk about that because we are all very sad about that happening. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, what a great ending to that segment. (laughs) Really lighthearted. Let's make this a little bit better. There you go, Jackson. That puts a smile on your face, right? (laughs) Just imagine like women chasing him and then him chasing women and they're going around in circles and you know I, every time this comes on i picture a barn and animals chasing each other yeah right exactly you can put anything and it's just chasing and then they go in a door and they're like where do they go and they come back out and now that person chasing the other people and we're all laughing jackson we're all like laughing. a scooby-doo chase scene exactly so all right so let's move on now this isn't going to be an actual segment but we're still going to play the segment change music just so we can get out of this funk that we were just in There are no new songs whatsoever no. to play for anybody. <laughs> At least none that really were in our taste. No, no, no. So we do have the anniversary show coming up, and I do have some surprises, hopefully, for everyone listening when that happens. If that doesn't work out, we also have a backup plan, so you don't have to worry about that. But one of the things we're definitely going to do, because the anniversary show is coming up in like the second week of January, that's when we're going to talk about top albums and worst albums and all that kind of stuff but i think my main thing and i did put this out on social media as well here's my question to you jackson have you looked at any of the comments that occur after a major publication puts out their top whatever list of 2016 that's my favorite part i think mine too. honestly <laughs> i think mine too because they were just Everyone is cutting each other's throats like, you had this at number five, but I thought this one should be at 18. And then that one, number two, what are you talking about? But you got the first one right, so that's fine. So it's just very, very stupid. And I think that's where a lot of these sites really take a misstep on it. Because really what a best of list should be doing is just opening up your mind or your eyes or whatever, your ears to new music that you didn't know about. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. I don't care what area they put my favorite, like whatever I consider my top album of the year, and I don't even really think like that. I think about awesome music that came out in 2016. Right, and where I plug that sound or that album into a certain maybe mood or feeling that I'm you know, going through at that time. That's usually how it goes for me. Absolutely. Uh, My number one album when I'm happy might not be my number one album when I'm sad kind of thing. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Absolutely. There's and I no think, way, right way to do it. And I think that's where these sites kind of miss out. But you got to remember, they're looking for ad revenue. So they're looking to put bigger bands on the list as well because they oh, want yeah. that draw to come to them. And then also, these people might not even be in any of the same walks of life that we are. You know, and that's why this show, I think, anyways, is just to open people up to music that they might not know about or 
cement their feelings about a band that they already love. Right. Now, I did get a nice compliment this weekend. Uh-oh. Listener of the show, Chris, actually reached out, and he said something that I thought was very funny. He said, hey, Ian, you actually got me to stop listening to two bands this year. Oh, really? And I said, oh, I no. Say which ones, please. Well, I will tell you. I will tell you. But I was <laughs> my first thought, and I think the first thing I wrote back to him was, oh, no, that's not good because that's not the point of the show. It's not to turn people off to certain music. It's to get them to really like lots of music. But so I asked him which two. Now, I this will be fun. What two bands do you think he stopped? Now, he used to be a fan of them. He is no longer a fan of them. What two bands do you think those are? Well, one of them has to be Of Mice and Men. Oh, wow. That's, that's what you get for getting it wrong. Shit. Are they big? Are they big bands? I would say Considerably they're... Considerably big. Yeah, they're big bands in the scene. Fuck, man. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to think of bands I'm not, that we dog I'm, on. And I'm telling you, there are two, and I have made fun of them, and you've made fun of them, and Ty has made fun of them. Yes, this is something that Escape we've all... Fate? No. Oh, what? No, boo. I mean, no, 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 sorry. Oh, my God, I don't know why I said that. No, 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 I take that back. You I have no idea why the fuck I said you were going to say falling in reverse. Capture the crown. Yes. There you go, Jackson. That's one. I can't do it. I can't think of any All other right, bands. It's we fine. It's on. fine. Hold I on. guarantee you, when you tell me, I'm going to be like, "Oh, yeah." You get that for giving up participation but... ribbon? Nope. I know you're a millennial, Should... but I'm not giving you <laughs> one. <laughs> I thought you'd be giving at the end of the year. How was wrong? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're a millennial too, asshole. I know, but it's funnier to make fun of you for being a millennial. Okay, fine, I'll take it. Yeah, see how jokes only work on one way and not the other. <laughs> That's what I like. No, the other band is Amir. Ah, yeah, see, I it? thought nobody liked Amir, well, that's, so I, I didn't know people could get even turned off by I them. thought that too. What I did make sure, though, was I was like, oh, wait, 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 okay. So you stopped listening and liking those two bands because of what we've ragged on them for, for being untalented and everything, obviously. But then I asked him, but we also opened you up to a lot of bands too, right? And he was like, oh, fuck yeah. There's a whole list of bands that he now loves because we brought that to his attention. And that's, he's also done the same. I mean, people who have given us music, it's been awesome as well because I've learned a lot as well on the show. Now this is more, let's save this more for the anniversary show, but I just wanted to mention that because I thought that was kind of a funny deal, you know? Yeah, that's cool as shit. And I'm glad he reached out and said that because, you know, we like to hear that, especially more along the lines of us opening them to new music. Right, right, exactly. And that's that's the point is really, but we have the bands that we make fun of for certain reasons. There's a reason why we do it. But I think that's the issue, though, with all these top whatever bands of 2016. Now, I will say AP did a good job of not ranking them. If you notice that. Yes. I think this right. is one of the first years they did it that way. Because normally it's the same that they did with their reviews where they no longer rank albums. They just say the good things about them. Mm -hmm. I think that's what they were doing. So I was more fine with what they did for that. Now, Rock Sound is different. Rock Sound went ahead and put labels on them, which I don't think was the smartest thing. And other places, too. Because I don't know how you do that. I don't know how your justification is for putting one band number one and one band number 19. When it comes to music, I don't think you can accurately do things like that at all. There, there's just no way. There's not one mind that thinks like every single other person that reads your magazine or reads that list that everyone will agree with. Now, 
there's a high chance that people looking at the list will have albums that they do like on that list, but not in the ranking. Right. So I think a list should just have, you know, the albums that they thought were good of that year, but not in any sort of ranking. There's really no accurate way to tell which right. album is better than the next. And that's Unless what we'll be Unless you're comparing doing. like a good album to a shitty album. Yeah, right, right. When we talk about our favorite, it'll be favorites. It won't be... And it won't be ranked. It won't be 1 through 10 or whatever. We'll just talk about great music that we think people should be listening to. Right. So AP went ahead and they did their top 30. And, you know, it has a day to remember on it. And it has, I, I'm not surprised. They have Andy Black on the list. AP can get away with doing that kind of thing because technically they are every part of the scene as well. So I understand. Plus, mm-hmm. Andy is so huge in the scene with Black Veil Brides, of course they want to give him some publicity because it helps right. them at the end. I think Black Veil Brides are going to be their cover story this month. Actually, they put out a brand new track. Did you see Did that? They? Yeah, they put no, out a I brand didn't. new track. So the name of the track is The Outsider. First impressions? It's actually pretty good. I, I like it. So I will tell you this. The second I heard that intro, do you know what band I said? I'm putting you on the spot a lot tonight, Jackson. I know. Uh, no, I can't. Avenged Sevenfold. This yeah. sounds like a track exactly off Hail to the King. Okay. No, you're right. But here's the Especially thing, Especially with that like solo entrance kind of deal. That, yep. that guitar work really did sound Avenged Sevenfold-esque. You know, not lyrics-wise and not vocal wise or anything like that but in general if that was on the new not the stage Mm -hmm. of n sevenfold but if you know what i mean i would have expected that but black veil brides do have a history of doing things like this they do like that kind of almost hair metal old school type sound with the whole title the outsider this could have easily been on the in the end album that they just had put out before oh yeah that's like a what is the word for that where it's like a Concept like album? Like a scream up and shout kind of oh, album yeah. kind of thing, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yes, I agree. And it's like look, a stadium album. Yes, it's stadium rock kind of thing, yeah. yeah. You can get made fun of for liking Black Veil Brides. I think they have some quality work. I think they lose me from time to time. But in general, I think Andy is very talented. I really, really 
like Andy. I think he is super talented, really busy guy. You can tell mm-hmm. he's really devoted to the music. Yeah, and their guitarists are really good. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing necessarily wrong with them. It's the audience that they attract. I think is probably the worst part. Yeah, that no, that's, <laughs> that's for sure. I mean, that's, that's really that's it. The yeah. same kind of pierce the veil fan kind of deal. Well, calm down like, a little bit. Jeez, <laughs> that's not in soul pierce the veil that much. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean. It's not that they don't do good music, but that's just sometimes... I mean, no one can really control always the fans they attract. And that's just one of those things that happen. But that is something that hit Black Veil Brides. Their fans are not exactly what you'd picture our genre to be. You know what I mean? In some ways, yeah. I mean, until they put on all the goth makeup and then you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But I will definitely listen to this new album. When it comes out, we'll definitely have a review of it. What I would say, too, is look... If Knives and Pens ever comes on my station or whatever I'm listening to, I will never turn that song off. That song is fucking great. That's my favorite Black Bill Bride song, yeah. for sure. And in the end, it's such a catchy fucking tune. If you hear even like a slight bit of that, you'll be singing it all day. <laughs> don't do it then. I'm going to do, do it. it. I'm gonna no, do it. don't do it. No, I not. saw you looking around. No, don't do it. No, I'm not going to do it. But anyway, so there you go. <laughs> New song. So Andy Black did The Shadow Side which mm-hmm. I talked about on the show before. It's fine. You almost went to the show. I almost did, yeah. And then that Uh-oh. girl thing happened, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just one of those things where I would never have this album on a top list of 2016. No, it's not that we didn't enjoy it. Because I actually did. Yeah, I, don't... I listened to it and I wasn't like, this is bad or anything. But it's, like you said, it's not a top album list material. It, it's a okay, I mean, there's a couple tracks that are interesting. Other than mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's not really what we would ever really talk about. You just like we don't have to dance. We don't have to dance. We <laughs> don't have. To. <laughs> that is a song that will get stuck in your head, yeah, and it's true. funny because my brother just got the new WWE game, and in that game yeah, yeah. is "Bring Me the Horizons Run." Oh, okay. and Black Veil Bra- or Andy Black's "We Don't Have to Dance." Gotcha. And now I hear it like all day and I'm like, fuck, I, that's not a song I wanted back stuck in my head. Nope. No, it is not. <laughs> but then on this list, they also have Attila, Sharp Tone, Records, <laughs> Chaos, you know, yeah. We don't have to discuss that one. We don't have to, we don't have to discuss that one. We don't oh, have okay. to. <laughs> <laughs> it's officially ingrained in your head now. Yes, it is. If it, people remember, I didn't mind that album. I didn't mind Chaos, but... Out of the top list of 2016, I don't know who would be on that list. Same with, they have Event Sevenfold and they have the stage. Does not need to be there. Yeah, I wouldn't have that on. But then they make up for it and they have Beartooth with Aggressive, obviously. I agree with that one. Yeah, obviously that should be there. You know, they put Blink-182 on. Every Time Mm -hmm. I Die, I think, deserves to be on there. Now, Dillinger Escape Plan, we're going to talk about them a little bit more. They're on like (laughs) every list of some of the best or the best in this whole year and i just i don't see it but that's yeah, just my it's not pers- like a top yeah. 50 thing they have it as a top 10 yeah or the yeah. best metalcore album of the year and i i don't see that but that's just me oh no not just you trust me <laughs> so the reason why we're doing this we're just picking off random ones that we want to talk about that wouldn't be on our list or ones that we think kind of deserve it but in no particular order because that's the whole point is just saying top albums of 2016 we're going right. through ap's list right now another one i see on there that i don't agree with at all is issues with headspace now that one i do agree with really yeah that's that, see we had a discussion on or yeah. like a small discussion on this last episode too 
I really, really like Headspace. That's on my worst albums, the 2016 list. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like slightly above Cold World. Slightly. Are you serious? I'm absolutely. And I was a huge fan of Issues. I was a huge fan. I know fan. you were. I remember hearing the, um, you know, when I first started listening to the show, I remember you really enjoyed Issues, mainly because they're EP. I like that first full length, but this one, hmm. And when they talk about. Man, I really enjoyed it. When they talk about a sophomore album making you, I thought this one's going to end them. Wow, you feel really strong. About I do. It I'm really worried about seeing them live with Falling in Reverse because I'm worried they're going to play those tracks. Oh, you'll be fine. And I don't yes, know. They will play those tracks. I know. I'm worried. I'm Did you see worried. them at Warped Tour? Uh, no, I skipped them because of how bad that album was. Oh my god! <laughs> I've seen them multiple times. I've seen them like four times live. Right. So when Warped Tour came around, I was like, <laughs> eh, after that album. Wow, they have one of my favorite singles of the year is on that album. Really. Wow. Slow me down. You slow, slow me down. Listen to too. it. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I think that's going to be one of the only disagreements we have on the list. So. Oh, that's fine. Well, then they have Jimmy Eat World on, and we all know our feelings on that one. Yuck. They put corn on the list as well, which I think is fine. I think it's fine. I wouldn't have it on my top, but we did mention this was a very good corn album. Yeah. Probably one of their best in like 15 years or so, probably. Yeah, for sure. Then you go through, there's Moose Blood on here. We talked about how much we like that. You know, obviously they're going to put Panic at the Disco on. Now, I'm not a huge fan anymore. I think Brandon's extremely talented. Look, I think he's extremely talented, but that's not my style anymore. I jammed the shit out of Death of a Bachelor when that album came out. A lot of people do, and I'm not surprised that a lot of people love it. It's just, I don't know, it just didn't connect with me. That's why I'm not taking down his talent. I'm not taking anything like that. I just, I just didn't get it. That's a good way to look at things like that. When you recognize talent, I mean, if you don't like something, you know, you can't force yourself to like it, right. but anybody can recognize talent, whether it's what they like or not. And the next Panic album that comes out, I will listen to it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, I will. You're not a I will, hater. No, I'll hope that I like it again. Right. But then talk about one band that doesn't have talent, and there's Of Mice and Men on this list. With Cold uh, World. Yeah. And I have to read this because I wait, think this wait, wait, is wait, hilarious. Wait. I'm sorry. So so are you officially deeming of Mice and Men as a band that doesn't have talent? Or do you think they're a band that does have talent but really just fucked up on this album? I'm hoping that they that's still... that's a big difference. I'm hoping that they still have talent and that it just disappeared <laughs> for a little bit. And hopefully okay. it will reappear. The same with Issues. I'm hoping that it reappears. Okay. That's, okay. that's my hope. I can go with that. So here's what AP says about Of Mice and Men. Cold World is, in the truest sense of the word, an evolution. Of Mice and Men, like many bands who achieve great success after their first few records, are no longer the band they once were. Their new album marks a new chapter of growth for the band. Fans should embrace Cold World like a curious traveler in a new place, observant and aware that the world has changed and there are truly a lot of great things to discover here fuck that <laughs> fuck everything that that says because it's all not true i agree yeah if anything that's a de-evolution that's a, they d de- <laughs> they went back and said we're gonna stop playing our instruments our vocals are gonna suck i just i i don't agree with any of that whatsoever I think, truthfully, they don't even agree with it either. I, I feel yeah. like whenever you're a band of this caliber, whatever they released, 
it was gonna be on this list regardless. I, I, I they could have released a rap album and it would have been <laughs> right. on this list. When mm-hmm. I was going through it, I was like a curious traveler in like a garbage <laughs> dump. And I was looking around and I was like, oh, let me hear this track. Whoa, that deserves to be here. That's garbage. And then I went to the next one and I was like, wait a second, is this also gonna be garbage? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's garbage. And then I was like, oh, I guess I'm not curious anymore. This album is trash. So aggressive. Fuck that album. You want to talk aggressive, we talk Beartooth and how good that album is. That album was the shit. And then they have on the list Real Friends, Tiny Moving Parts. I agree with that kind of stuff. 1975, I have yet to listen to, but I hear... Same. Yeah, I hear good things, but I don't even think there are seen, really. No. They did put Pierce the Veil on this list. That was definitely that definitely needs to be on there. No, it definitely should be. Yes. I'm completely completely fine with that one. Yeah, and they have Chance the Rapper on here. I I don't understand why that's a thing. Uh I mean I I don't know why it would be on this list. Me neither. But maybe, I think maybe it was a good album, but I don't know why it would be on this list. They're just trying to be different a little bit. So yeah, anyways. I mean Thrice is on there as well. Uh, yellow cards on there. I wasn't a huge fan of the new yellow card. No, me either. I, I don't think any of us were when we reviewed it. No, I don't think so. That's AP. So I understand what they're doing. Uh, they also did a top 20 singles. What I do find surprising is Architects are on everyone else's list, but they are not on APs, but they're on the top 20 singles. That one is weird. Um, and I do think it should be on a top album list. I'm iffy because really? I like the album. But you mm-hmm. could list out tons of albums that I would put ahead of it. Because I, if you remember the review, this was a long, long time ago. I think it was back, when, it was back when Craig was on the show. I liked it, but I wasn't blown away by anything in it, really. I do actually remember that episode. That was when you said that it was a good album, but it was nothing that would ever stick to you. Like, you won't be hearing it again, most likely. Yeah, like I literally never listened to it again after the five times or so that I listened to it the first time. I'm still listening to that album. <laughs> I'll probably go back. I probably will. But... I think you should. I recommend it. All right, fine, Jackson. I will listen oh, to you. Damn it. I, will, I will go back and listen to it. But they definitely made the top 20 tracks with Gone with the Wind. Yep. And then Bayside made it brand new, Capsize. When, when they were talking about Capsize too, they specifically bring up Under Oath and Taking Back Sunday, but not the used, who they yeah, sound exactly really like. Yeah, it's just it's weird how they do this shit. And it's not even and worth. I feel like I've heard them talk about capsize before and mention the used. Yep. But not not in this list they didn't. They just under them taking back. Yeah. So yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I don't agree with a lot of this list. The only songs that I would agree, I really enjoyed "Helpless" by Emma Rosa. That's on the list. Yep. I did enjoy "Capsize," "Tear Me Apart." I know, um, they, I know the other one you like, too. They have Blink-182, Bayside, Avatar. I don't really well, agree with top songs of, you know. Well, the Bayside uh, song, year. if they're going to choose a single for Bayside of 2016, it would be I've Been Dead All Day. Yes. Not Mary. I mean, Mary's a good song, but that wasn't the single. I mean, it was I've Been Dead All Day. That's the one they played all the time and encapsulates that album. But I know the other song you really love, too. We Don't Have to Dance. You yep. love it too. Nope. Yes, you do. Not at all. So yeah, that, I mean, a bit. that's a list. I mean, we don't even have to go over it. <laughs> yeah. What I did like was they actually split up. So this is still AP stuff. We're going through a lot here, but this is still AP. So AP did a best debut albums as well. Mm-hmm. And on their list, it's Abandoned by Bears, 
against the current Boston Manor, Cane Hill, I Prevail, Knock Loose, Rome, Swimmers, Trash Boat, Water Parks, and With Confidence. And I thought that's a pretty good list. Now, we talked about water parks. We are not fans of that genre of music. No. I personally would not put Against the Current on that list, but Against the Current, if you've noticed, they're that next big band being pushed right now. So they're going to be huge in 2017. They have a really, really heavy push right now going on behind them. I hear about them so much. Yeah, they're getting a major, major push from Warp Tour on. They have just been pushed to the moon, so expect that in 2017. I... I don't know. I tried listening. It's just not my style. Yeah, same here. That's not going to be a train I'm going to be jumping on. And it's like you just said, I've heard it. And because of how much it's being pushed, I've heard it and heard it again yep. and again. And every time I hear it, it's just like, no, I I can't get into this. And I honestly haven't even heard that much about it from like fans. It's really just the media push kind of thing. Yes. No, the very true. I've never seen a fan talk to me. I've never heard anyone go, hey, you should listen. You should listen to Against the Current. I've never heard that before. Right. But anyways, I thought that list wasn't too bad. And then we get into Rock Sound. So that's AP. Now we get into Rock Sound. Rock Sound did a reader's poll. So this is voted on, I'm assuming, by people that read Rock Sound. And they did an album of the year and they have it the top 10. And this is actually a top 10 list. And it is a bad one. <laughs> it's a doozy. <laughs> well, number 10 is Let Live. Number 9 is A Day to Remember. 8, Avenged Sevenfold. 7, Water Parks. 6, Against the Current. 5, Green Day. 4, Baby Metal. 3, Pierce the Veil. 2, Panic at the Disco. And 1, Architects. <laughs> there might be about 2 that I would put in my top 10 list. And might. I'm not even sure about that but there's about two that i would consider on my top list on my top list on my top list there i'd say four four Four? would be on my top yeah okay i would for sure have bad vibrations on there sure and i would have misadventures and then maybe i would have um all our gods have abandoned us and i think that would be about it for me it would be baby metal okay green day water parks and against the current (laughs) <laughs> okay. okay, now I know you're fucking around. <laughs> oh, man. I'd have Let Live, A Day to Remember, Pierce the Veil, and Architects on there. But actually, to be completely honest, I don't think any four of those would be on a top ten list if I was making one, which I'm not going to. Oh, no, sorry. One would be. Pierce the Veil would be on. I was about on, to yeah. say, I'm sure you would have Misadventures on there. Yeah, Misadventures hit me really hard this year. Like, Misadventures, I think, is even being third on this album here i think it was a very underrated album for what it was it's definitely i i definitely wouldn't put architects over misadventures me either yeah i would have architects somewhere but it, yeah mm-hmm. it would nowhere close to misadventures but that's just me and it's the type of music that i like too like i'm a huge metalcore fan but i also love post-hardcore so much and right i think pierce the veil made a classic post-hardcore album i agree <clears throat> Sorry about that. They really know how to stick to their sound, but make it sound better every time. And they don't need to completely change who they are to progress in their music. Exactly. And it's an album that they toured with where no one heard anything but like a single, and they toured playing the entire album front to back. Who does that? Who's that confident in their music? And they should have been because it was amazing. But wow, like who would have expected a band to go out and do that? 
I completely agree. And I don't know why it just hit me. In the AP debut albums, I'm really shocked they didn't have the Convictions album in there. Because Alternative Press has actually been giving a pretty good amount of push to Convictions, I've noticed. I would have put them on there, for sure. I think they should yeah. have. That's why I'm saying, like, we will make our own list. We will, mm-hmm. But they won't be ranked. I'm telling you that. We're not ranking anything. So no, they don't need to be. No, we're going to make our own list of things that we think people should listen to. But that'll be for the anniversary show. Gotcha. So right now we're just reading other people's weird opinions on things and making fun of them and agreeing sometimes. I mean, I agreed with some of this stuff. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess Rock Sound is going to do, I guess maybe, what is it, every day, every other day or something, they're going to release another 10 albums to their list that they're doing. So they're starting with their top 50 albums and they're starting from number 50 and going up. So I guess they've only released one, 50 through 41. Mm-hmm. So on this list, and I'm going to read the first one, obviously, because <laughs> number 50 is Of Mice and Men, Cold World. So this is what they say about it. Of Mice and Men's new album may not have ended up as the commercial smash some predicted. After their stints on the road with big hitters like Slipknot and Linkin Park, but it was the album they wanted to make. Pained, raw, and epic all at once. Cold World is what this <laughs> band have been building towards for years. Now, I agree with this way more than I agree with what AP said because I think they are mixing their words here because if they had said, yes, I completely agree, they've been working towards this for years. They, they have. have. Yeah, we know that. We've talked about that it, many it's times. It's not a shocker that they did this. I don't agree that it wasn't a commercial success. I think it was an, a, a huge huge commercial success and that's why i make fun of it too is because i couldn't believe so many people bought that shit album but they did so my thing here though is when they say that it's epic and raw and all that bullshit because i think that's completely untrue i would agree when they said it pained but that was about it but those were my ears though those are my ears jackson (laughs) that's not the pain that they should be going for now number 49 was Area 11. I've never heard of this band, so I will be looking them up. 48 is Out Came the Wolves. 47 is Hands Like Houses. 46 is Simple Plan, which I didn't even know had an album out. 45 was Crown the Empire. 44 was Thrice. 43 was Boston Manor. 42 was Taking Back Sunday. And 41 was Rome. Now I can tell you this, Taking Back Sunday would have been nowhere near my list of top albums of 2016. (laughs) For sure, same here. Uh, I definitely would have Rome and Retrograde, uh, Rome and Crown the Empire on my list. I really, really enjoyed those albums. Me too. Rome especially. I'd have Thrice on there too. I'd have Boston Manor on there as well. I think most of this is actually fine. I like Out Came the Wolves, but I'm still not exactly sure if I've had them on my top list. I think by their second album, they'll be on the top. Right. We don't really know where we stand with them yet. And then Simple Plan, I haven't heard any of their stuff. No, neither have I, but that's okay. (laughs) But yeah, so they're going to continue on. I'm sure we'll have lots more to talk about as their lists come out, but that's it for right now. So lastly, basically, and I think this one is just something to let people know about, but if anyone doesn't go to Sputnik Music, you can go to SputnikMusic.com, and they've got a best blank albums of 2016 list because what you can do is you can choose any major subgenre 
as well as any regular subgenre. Like even, I mean, they have like sludge metal and stoner mm-hmm. rock and trance, and like they have a huge list: pop punk, pop rock, post hardcore. It just keeps on going on and on. They have everything there, and what it does is it brings up in that category of votes and what they were rated album wise, and you can go through there. So you can put on best metalcore album. So for Sputnik. Best metalcore album of 2016 is the Dillinger Escape Plan with Dissociation. I don't agree with that, but that's what people have there. You know what I mean? Then you can go to post-hardcore, and on that, you have a band called Casey. Yeah, I ain't heard that one. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's an album called Love Is Not Enough, but I'm definitely going to check it out. And then you have like Touche Amore is in second place, and then they have... The White Noise with Aren't You Glad EP is six, and you know it goes on from there. Silent Planet is number 13. It's still all preference, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just fun to look at this list because now I have a brand new post-hardcore band to check out because I didn't know that band. Yeah, I do agree. I, well, it's not that I completely agree with it, but I do prefer more of the Sputnik way of how they do their list more than how AP and Rock Sound did theirs. And as much as I don't like AP's list that they made, I think the one I disagree with the most is Rock Sounds. I really didn't like their top 10 list, especially. Well, uh, that top 10 I, list is based on listeners or viewers or readers, whatever the fuck. That's what that list that's is crazy. based on. That's crazy. I would have liked but, to have seen how they conducted that. Well, what I, I can, still feel like that is not so accurate i really don't no it's not accurate but here's what you gotta think about so rock sound is predominantly in the uk you know sure internet obviously gets them a a wider span but most Mm -hmm. of their stuff is coming from the uk so of course architects are going to be number one because Uh. of that album plus what happened obviously with the passing of one of their members like so sure they're going to be number one water parks is on there because that's a emerging British band. That's the kind of the way I look at it here. Green Day has a huge reach to a lot of people. So that's kind of the way I look at it there. Baby Metal is huge overseas. They're not really huge here yet. They're huge overseas because they go and they tour in those places. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I kind of look at it is this is a little skewed. Gotcha. No, yep. You're, uh, I actually didn't think about the whole UK thing. I completely forgot that. Well, Rock maybe you should. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, Jackson. Uh, you know what, Ian? It's the end of the year. I don't have to take your apologies anymore. What? <laughs> you, you're, no, you're right. You don't have to take my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But by the way, I just want to say. I will so accept yet another one. I went and I looked up New Metal Best Albums of 2016 on Sputnik. Siler, I didn't go into that deep, dark region. Siler is number one. Really? Siler is number one. Deftones are two. Corn is three. Bad Omens is six. Kane Hill is five. Issues is number eight. But what I found interesting was number 10 is Flaw. And I did not know that Flaw had a brand new album. So I'm going to have to check that out. See? Yeah, I see? Think that's, a, that's a positive thing. That's what that I list. love. That's what I love finding because I used to love Flaw back in the day. That old, if you remember the song Payback. You remember that at all? Yeah. That fucking song, man. All right, I'm going to play a little bit of that song. <laughs>
That's the definition of new metal right That's there. That's old school new metal right there. <laughs> well, hey, but how about this? How about we listen to one of their major singles then from this new album? Okay, that should be interesting. So this is called Divided We Fall, and apparently it came out in 2016. So this Uh-oh. track is called Live and Breathe. They got me with that chorus, man. They got me with the chorus there. (laughs) That is classic new metal. So now I understand why they're on the list. Yeah, they didn't actually change that much. No, I'm actually going to listen to that entire album. Oh, I know you are. Actually, Uh, I am too. That was actually really good. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. So, hey, look, we learned something. See, that is what a top list of whatever is supposed to do. It's true. All right, so I think we're done with that for now. I mean, I think in the coming weeks, as more and more places put out their top albums and everything, we'll definitely you know talk about it. But then we'll also have our own thing. But we'll put our own spin on it because I don't want to be like everyone else. I don't want to be hack like we're talking about their stuff because this is the upper echelon of our scene, the people that get the most out of the things that they're pushing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everyone knows AP. Everyone knows Rock Sound. There are other places that we'll be talking about as well. They are the people that the artists in our scene go to to talk, right? I mean, Rock Sound does major interviews with Pierce the Veil and A Day to Remember. All those bands go to them. So their opinion is important in this manner because that's who's going to get pushed in 2017 and so forth. It was just like what we talked about with Against the Current. They're choosing who we're going to end up listening to. And as a smaller show, we have to be there to be like, hey, we're also going to push these other great bands that maybe don't get the publicity that Against the Current are getting. You know, and I'm not picking on them. Like, it's not like Against the Current are bad or anything. It's just not my style of music. But in general, that's kind of the way we got to look at it is we're here to help other bands that might not get that rock sound or AP interview. You know what I mean? Right. They do their thing and we do our thing. And our thing is not pushing the same exact bands that they do. And I'm sure people have noticed that from our previous album reviews. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, there are so many bands that were on their list of, you know, to push and saying how good it was that we did not like at all. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. And By we the way, went over them on the show. Off the top of my head, where's the funeral portrait? Where's me? Gosh, where's famous last words? 
Nothing? No? I didn't see it. Yeah. I didn't see Silent Planet. I didn't even see Silent a Planet lot of was bands good. that I even saw on there. Silent Planet, Fit for a King wasn't on there. I didn't see Emma Rosa's album, which I really thought would be on there. Wolves at the Gate. I mean, there's, yeah. dude, tons. Oh, where was, uh, where was the Devil Norma Wears Prada? Norma Jean wasn't even Norma on there. Jean, what the hell? Well, Norma Jean was on the Sputnik one. I think Famous Last Words was like number 79. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, so look, it's all people's opinions. Music is very subjective. We already know that. But there are some times where it's fine to talk about things and to just give credit to the people that deserve it. And that's what we're here for, right? That's exactly how we do things over here. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, let's go on to our favorite part of the show. Let's get to reviews. Ooh. So, Jackson, <laughs> what are we reviewing today? Um, A whole lot of nothing. Yep. That's right. That is the quickest <laughs> segment we've ever had here. <laughs> so, yeah. The only thing we can say is the brand new A Loss for Words, their final album, Crisis, is out now. But since it literally came out today, we did not have time to listen to it yet. So, we will have a review next week. Yes, sir. But also, I don't think there's any upcoming albums this week either. Not that's on our radar, that's for sure. So if anyone knows any, please send it to us. But right now, I'm not seeing anything. So I think we'll have, once again, a shorter review next week. But at least we'll be able to do Crisis from A Lost for Words. Yep. There were no new tours announced, right? No, none at all. So I don't think we go through that either. I say we just get down to Breakdown from the Past. I'm so up for it. If you think we're going to kiss your ass just to get a good review in your magazine, well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous pose and want to be right or candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass, Jeremy! Shove it up your ass! Don't review that, Einstein! That goes out to AP and Rock Sound. <laughs> it's such a bouncy segment. I love it. It really is. It's very true. All right, Jackson. <laughs> It is Breakdown from the Past Time. What do you got for us today? Today, I have a great band that I used to jam when I first got introduced to the Texas metalcore scene that we got going on over here. They're called Indirections. Now, Ian, have you heard of this band? I have not, and that's why I'm excited. Okay, well, this is a band I highly, highly recommend everyone listen to more than... This is probably one of my favorite breakdown from the past of this year, to be honest with Whoa. you. I can't believe it took me this long to remember them. Damn. They've been broken up for about two years or maybe even three. Okay. And it took for me to accidentally stumble upon them in the little recently, or no, not recently, in the suggestions for you, little iTunes thing they have going on. And I was like, oh my God. Gotcha. So to anyone who is first getting into Indirections, I recommend everyone here, Clockworks, Defiance, RVLD, and then my favorite is Divided. Yeah, so I recommend starting off with Defiance. That is a song that I think once everyone hears, they're like, okay, this is a band I can get into. All right, let's do it.
Nice, man. I'm going to have to check them out a little bit more. Yeah, I really, really recommend you do. They're an amazing band. They have really good breakdowns. I really like the clean vocals, but it really sucked how quickly they went. And they went through a lot of vocal changes, like lead singer changes. Oh, okay. Which really sucked. But to me, on the album, they had their vocalist, Landis. And to me, he is the best one. And then after that album, they released about three more singles with new vocalists. Right, right. But they saw that it wasn't the same. You know, they weren't getting the attention that they were getting Mm because they were on the rise just off of that one album. Gotcha. And it just wasn't working out, so they just called it a quits. But I think everyone should be listening to them. Yeah, so Clockworks, their first and only full length, came out in 2014. And I looked at the related artists as I was playing that track. And it's got Chasing Safety, Weather Eye, and Like Monroe. And I like all three of those bands. So I think this is going to work out. I think I've got a new band to check out. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I like opening up people to new music. I know. It's about time. It only took you... A full... Oh, shut up. <laughs> I've, I've had good ones. All right. So my breakdown from the past is a band called Love Hate Hero. All one word. Now, you know them, right? I'm going to be honest with you. I have not heard of what? them. What? That's crazy. I have a feeling you're not surprised. No, actually, I kind of am. I This really? is like right down your alley. Like I thought you would definitely know this band because they had three albums, 2005 with Just Breathe, 2007 with White Lies, and 2009 with American Underwater. And mm-hmm. the first two albums are that classic post-hardcore screamo, you know, like, oh, oh yeah. So that's why I thought you know. Feel good music. Yeah. <laughs> it, it reminds me of a lot of, like, Escape the Fate and From oh. First to Last. And it's just, it's, yeah, I Am Ghost, all the stuff we've talked about, you know, from time to time. But, yeah, I'm a big fan. I would personally recommend... White Lies is the album to start with, even though Just Breathe is good as well. But the change happens in the third album in American Underwater. They change more into a pop rock type band. It's Ooh. not as much. Yeah, I'm not sure why they did that. Did they have any like member changes? Yes, they definitely had member changes, but the vocalist is the same. And I think the vocalist is very good. I'm always terrible with his name. I think it's Pierrick. P-I-E-R-R-I-C-K, Pierrick. Sounds fancy. Yeah, it is fancy. And the last <laughs> name is B-E-R-U-B-E. So like Berub or something. And he does the cleans and the uncleans. Are they American? Yes, they are. <laughs> no, no, they are. I had to check. No, they're they're California. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But he's a great vocalist. <laughs> but in that third album, they changed for some reason. I'm not exactly sure why. What's also kind of interesting about this band, too, do you know Kevin Thrasher Gruft? No, I do not. But it does sound very familiar, so I'm not going to verify that. He was in, or is in now, Escape the Fate. Really? What yeah. is he? What is he? Um, He's the lead guitarist and backing vocals. And now bass, apparently, wow. too. Yeah, yeah. So he was in Love, Hate, Hero. And then one of their other members went on to make Exo Stereo as well. Okay. So yeah, so it's kind of interesting where the people came from here. But let me play a track off of White Lies just to show you what they're kind of like. And I'm going to play Red Dress. That even sounds old scene music stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Fuck, I miss that music. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, it's not even just that band. It's just, I, I still wish all bands were like that, man. That is, I, I call that the feel-good time. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, I look at related artists for this, and it's similar to what I said before. You've got Four Letter Lie, I Am Ghost, From First to Last, A Static Lullaby, Scary Kids, Scaring Kids, oh, Greenlee yeah. Estates, Aiden, Drop Dead Gorgeous, Hope's Die Last, The Skylet Drive, Alisana. It just goes Chiodos. It just goes on and on. It's great. Like, I just fucking love all that shit. I was just it. jamming a Skylet Drive last week. Old school that stuff, right? That took me back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, not new. Not new stuff. No, no, no. No, no. I haven't No, heard no, no, their... no, 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 no. <laughs> I stay away from that. But old Skylet Drive, so good. No, I, I agree. And yeah, just... For people, if they haven't heard them, I mean, three full-length albums, I would definitely recommend two out of them. And I, I don't think the third one's bad. It's just not mm-hmm. my favorite out of what they were doing. Not so, what you fell in love with. No, it's just certainly not. You're right. You know what, Jackson? That was well, well put there. It was not what I fell in love with. So once again, it's Love, Hate, Hero, all one word. Check them out because I do think it's worth it, especially if you like that old-school, post-hardcore, screamo-type style. Right. Which well, I do. you opened me to a new band, by the way. So oh, we, look at uh, that. Return, you returned the favor. We did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Pat ourselves on the back. Absolutely. Look at us just loving what we're doing. Aww. I know, right? Well, this is the last episode of 2016. How crazy is that? Oh, I can't believe our last episode had no new songs in album reviews. One new song. You got to count the Black Veil Brides. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll count that. Yep. You know what's funny? None of that, and we're still almost at two hours. Wow. I never even noticed that. I know. Time Holy just flies shit. by. I know, right? Hopefully, that's how the <laughs> listeners feel as well. Because <laughs> if they're going, like, looking at their watch, going, like, damn it. Why aren't these guys ending this show? Then that's a <laughs> bad thing. Through. Yeah. But as long as they're enjoying what we're talking about, I think that's fine. Yep. Same here. All right, man. Well, I think it's time to close out the show. All right, Jackson, thank you so much for doing the show. This has been a crazy 2016, as we've mentioned. The next time everyone hears our silky smooth voices, it will be (laughs) 2017. I'm really hoping that the plans I have come together for the anniversary show. I'm really hoping that works out. But I do want to mention that we are ending 2016 off right with another great Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition, though, as well. I was lucky enough to have Josh Wade of Sienna Skies on the show. So I am going to be putting that episode out very soon, hopefully. Like I said, the computer thing set everything back a little bit. So I have to redo what I was able to do before. But this was a really fun conversation all the way from Australia. Josh was able to talk about everything Sienna Skies. And we went through 
a ton of random stuff as well, talking about basketball and just a oh bunch gosh, of, a bunch I'm so of excited to hear stuff. that. Yeah, no, it's gonna be fun. So we're ending 2016 right with that. So that'll be a lot of fun. And then there's a lot of stuff coming up, obviously, in 2017. The only thing I ask everyone is just continue to spread the word. That's how we get acknowledgement from people. Also, the contest is still going where if you go ahead and rate us five stars and leave a comment on iTunes, you're entered into our contest once we get our merch, which should be arriving in 2017. So if you like the show, go to iTunes, rate us five stars, leave a comment. We will read it on air within reason, of course. But (laughs) I just want to thank everyone who has done that already. And also, if you want to support Ian Hates Music and Ian Hates Movies, all the links are in the description of this episode. So thank you to all the haters for sticking with us. Thank you for making this a great year podcast-wise, of course, not anything else. Yeah, podcast-wise. And Jackson, do you have any final words you want to say in 2016? Well, start off by saying thank you very much, Ian, for even putting me on the show. (laughs) I'm very, very, very lucky to be here. I was just one of those people that whenever I wanted to talk to music, I would either just have to think it or tweet it. But now, (laughs) actually, you've given me a voice. Yay. Um, But, yeah, thank you so much. And, you know, everybody for leaving the reviews you have left and for welcoming me on the show and not not me getting too much hate mail or anything (laughs) like that. But yeah, just thank you guys so much and please continue to listen, share if you like it and thank you very much. And I can't wait to make more episodes next year. And I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks everyone. So goodbye to you. So alright